Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Oh, hi everyone. How are you doing? Here we are, another Monday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I had a real restful weekend. Right now, for the last two days, I've been dealing with my less uh, restless leg syndrome that I just can't stop. It's killing me, and it it has affected my sleep quite often uh, this weekend. But you know how last week I talked about wanting to. Uh, get off the subject of sleep and insomnia and those things. Well, I found one more topic that I wanted to talk about before I did that. And it's on the subject of cannabis. I use it to help with the pain. But this topic is, can you use cannabis to restore your natural sleep cycle? Now, this is something I did not know about. But this can be done. So, we're going to jump right in here, talk about this today. And I hope everyone enjoys the episode. Sleep is essential for maintaining our mental and physical health, yet it eludes many adults. According to the American Sleep Association, 50 to 70 million U.S. adults experience symptoms of sleep disorder. Around 40 million Americans experience insomnia every year, and about 10 to 15 percent of those adults will deal with some type of a chronic insomnia. So if getting shut eye is becoming harder and harder, you're not alone. With so many people experiencing sleeping disorders, there's been a risk and a rise of interest in a controversial cure, cannabis. Many in the medical marijuana community refer to cannabis as an effective treatment with little to no side effects for a range of sleeping disorders. Marijuana is an effective sleep aid because it restores a person's natural sleep cycle which so often falls out of sync with our schedules in today's modern lifestyle. Whether you have a sleep disorder or having difficulty sleeping after a stressful day, cannabis might be a choice for you. So let's talk about the science of sleep versus cannabis. There are different strains of marijuana. Some are more energizing and some are calming and sedating depending on the balance of different CBD. First, here's a quick primer on the science between behind marijuana. This herb works because it contains different CBD, two of which you'll see most often. First, there's CBD. CBD has a number of health benefits and is non-psychoactive, meaning it doesn't cause you to feel high. But THC is psychoactive. It's primarily responsible for that high feeling. Something else, THC is responsible for inducing sleep. 
so you want a strain that contains more THC than CBD. According to a 2008 study, ingesting marijuana strains with a higher level of THC typically reduces the amount of uh, REM sleep you get. Reducing REM sleep means reducing dreams, and for those who experience PTSD, it could mean reducing nightmares. So the theory is that if you spend less time dreaming, you'll spend more time in the deep sleep state. The deep sleep state is thought to be the most restorative, restful part of a sleep cycle. Still, REM is important for healthy cognitive and immune functions, and marijuana with higher THC levels could repair your sleep quality if you taken long term. But this isn't true across the board. Some studies have found that sleep can actually be impaired by regular use of marijuana. It's clear that marijuana changes your sleep cycles. So here are some things to consider before you try marijuana. Smoking of any kind is a known health risk and should be approached with caution. Also, medicinal use of marijuana is still illegal in many states and areas. Talk to your doctor about your sleep cycles. There may be long-term health consequences with interrupted REM because much of the immune system or function repair takes place in deep sleep. Long-term use of, the, of any sleep aid isn't recommended. Please use marijuana responsibly. As with all forms of smoking, your risk of COPD can increase. Smoking marijuana is hazardous to the lungs, especially for those with asthma or any other respiratory conditions. The use of marijuana while pregnant or breastfeeding isn't recommended. Long-term marijuana use has been shown to have changes of the amount of gray matter in the brain. For teenagers, marijuana seems to have even more profound long-term and lasting effects on the brain and isn't recommended. Marijuana use isn't recommended for anyone under 25 years of age because of the long-term effects on learning and recall. More research on marijuana for medicinal purposes, as well as the risk of COPD, is needed. So now we're going to talk about indica and sativa versus hybrid types of marijuana. If you've spoken to your doctor and they've approved the use of marijuana to treat your insomnia, it's time to choose a strain. Think of choosing a strain like choosing a tea blend. You could go for straight white or black tea or hybrid. Here are three most common kinds of strains you'll encounter. Indica. This type of strain is considered soothing and relaxing. Sativa. Generally, sativa strains make people feel excited, happy, and energized. And hybrids are a combination of both indica and sativa. Hy hybrids are blends that are often left up to the manufacturer or dis dispensary. You can also ask the people that work at these shops to recommend a strain for you or to help you find what you're looking for. Different strains will also have different amounts of cannab cannabinoids in them. But when it comes to getting sleep, both of these doctors on this page uh, say they recommend the indica strain to induce sleep. So how do you go about ingesting marijuana for good night's rest. Most people ingest marijuana by smoking it as a joint or with a pipe. If you don't enjoy smoking and you want to protect your lungs or dislike marijuana signature, try vaping devices. Then comes the question of how much marijuana to use. It might take some exper 
steps or mutation to get the doses that's right for you. So don't try this during a work week. If smoking and vaping, you'll want to start with just a few puffs. You need to take note, though, of how you feel after you smoke. Feeling high can vary from feeling slight euphoria to a slow sense of time to enhancing sensations such as cotton mouth, which I can contest to that. That's happened with me many a times. So here's the timing of your intake for bedtime. Timing is important when it comes to using cannabis, especially for sleep. This is also why... These doctors seldom recommend edibles, pointing out that they are unreliable about when they'll kick in. Sometimes it's, a, it's about one hour, other times it can take more than two or three. It can also affect us for longer than intended and cause grogginess in the morning. Because of the way cannabis is processed from our gut to our liver, the duration of action can be much longer, like eight to 12 hours. While everyone's physiology is different, it's usually better to ingest the marijuana at least an hour before bedtime. According to these doctors, an hour before bedtime is ideal because the cannabis will work for about three to four hours helping you fall asleep. That way people don't feel the effects right as they are going to sleep, which can cause excitability and prevent you from going to sleep. So before you go to sleep, keep this in mind. Of course, not all sleep aids work for everyone the same way. Marijuana is no different. People with recent heart attacks or poor cardiovascular health should refrain from cannabis use due to increased incidence of myocardial infarction. Also, while cannabis is often used to reduce anxiety, some people find that high THC levels make them more anxious or paranoid. Let me tell you a real quick story. Um, I was given some um, pills, little tiny pills. They're like 20 milligrams of cannabis um, product to reduce you know, my pain. So the um, jar says take one. Well, I ended up taking two. Well, I had to call the paramedics because I had too much anxiety and I, I felt like I was going crazy. You know, I just couldn't breathe right. Um, but when they came, they said everything was all right with me. It's just I was having anxiety issues. So, you know, and then after about 30 minutes, they came back into the house and they told me that I took five times more than what I should have taken. <laughs> so now I've come down to the point where I cut it down into quarters, which is kind of hard because these pills are tiny. So, but see what I mean about how drugs or medications affect different people differently you need to be very careful and do what I always says what I always say is check with the doctor and start out small then go from there if you're one of these people experiment with different strings you might find that a different string can induce sleep without heightening your anxiety more research on marijuana is coming and this herb which is legal in some states and still illegal in others has many different medicinal effects that may work as effectively as other medications and which much fewer side effects will take place. While there are sleep disorders, research associated with alcohol, there needs to be a better understanding of the effects of marijuana on sleep and health. Using marijuana to help you sleep is a short-term fix, however. 
To sleep restfully, you want to practice good sleep hygiene and incorporate other behaviors that support a lifestyle that promotes good sleep. So what I'll make sure I do too is I'm going to post some of these um, different products that you could try. Gummies, um, drops, and also uh, menthol formulations. So in closing, what I plan on doing is posting all my episodes in one place on my Facebook page. That way you'll have everything you need to see, including this episode here. I want everyone to have a great week. Enjoy your time on the weekend, and remember to always, always check with your doctor before you make any changes to your regiment. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.